Coming up on today's Locked On Senators, it's game day. The Sens continue their three-game homestand against the Columbus Blue Jackets at 7 o'clock. And they have their best opportunity all season to get their first four-game winning streak. So who will Jacques Martin trust? We're going to look at his line utilization and how we can see some trends beginning to develop. That's all coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützler, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Welcome inside episode 980 of the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountains, today's episode is brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. You can also follow us on social media. We're at Send Central on Twitter, LockedOn.Senators on Instagram. The show is free and available on all podcast platforms, including on YouTube where we let you know a like, comment, and subscription go a long way to helping the show grow. Today is Tuesday, February 13th, and Pillsy, Morgan Riley has a hearing in person this afternoon at the Department of Player Safety. I think we can shelf that conversation, point people to yesterday's Locked On Senators and the postcast from Saturday night. I want to move forward. What are you hoping to see from the Senators tonight when they host Columbus? Well, I mean, when you come off such an emotional big game like that, sure, it's a couple days later, but you get the W, 5-3 win, keep that momentum going. As uh, they famously say in the Fire Helmet video, keep her going and keep her going. So let's keep her going here up against the team, the Columbus Blue Jackets, the only team with less points in the Eastern Conference than the Ottawa Senators. And as we'll get into later on the show, a team that is missing three of their most important players really on their team. So if ever there was a time for the Ottawa Senators to seize the opportunity to finally get a four game win streak for the first time this season, it's tonight in Ottawa. It really feels that way. And for Columbus, they're starting a four game road trip. How's this for a road trip? They go from Columbus to Ottawa. And then from Ottawa, they do the California swing. How's that for a four gamer? That's a lot of travel afterwards, so maybe, I don't know, overlooking is the word, but hopefully Ottawa's able to be in a bit of a rhythm now. They started so poorly against Toronto. That first 15 minutes, Eunice Corpusallo really bailed them out, and then they were able to obviously get the offense going against Toronto, especially in that second period where they did a ton of damage and were able to kind of pull away. I know, I know, third period was 1-1. It was overshadowed by the end. But that third, that second period, which has been kind of a welcome change for Ottawa, is the second period they're building off of their first rather than what we'd seen under DJ Smith, which was them just folding in the second period. So I'm hoping that we get a full 60-minute effort. Sens fans have been coming out, supporting the team, lots of sellouts this year. And we're hoping that this is one of these games where it should be all business. This should be a business-like performance 
from the Ottawa Senators. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. If they play up to the potential and to what they've been playing over this 7-2-2 run that the Sens are on, this should be a victory. I said at the end of last show, Pilsy, this is a must-win game just from a standpoint of morale, of confidence, and of showing the type of team you're trying to be, not the team that the standings would indicate after those two 0-5-0 road trips. Yeah, and that's just the thing, Ross. You can't play down to your competition. Uh, There's been countless times this season where it feels like the scenario is primed for the Ottawa Senators to take advantage of a team that in that moment may not be in the most ideal situation. And they haven't been able to do it too often. So really, this is the one, though, that I'm circling, highlighting, must win. There, There can be no excuse for not winning this game. I believe the only the only way this doesn't work out for the Sens is if they shoot themselves in the foot and lose this game rather than uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets winning it because it's at home even for Ottawa. Like everything is right there lined up to just, to, to say an analogy, you're coming down the ice, empty net, just take a clapper into the empty net. Don't mess around, just put it in. Just do that and all will work itself out. Columbus has only played one game after the All-Star break, a 4-2 loss against Tampa, a game that was high event, a total of math guy, 72 shots on goal between the two teams. Uh, Columbus was outshot 37-35 to in that game, uh, the difference being two power play goals on three attempts from the Tampa Bay Lightning in that game. But you mentioned it. We'll get into it after the break with the Columbus Blue Jackets lineup, but they're missing some serious firepower when you just look at, you know, no Patrick Line uh, as one opportunity there. They just lost. Igor Chinikov isn't going to play in this game. And I think I'm missing a big dog. Adam Fantilli, who suffered a laceration and um, second overall pick, and he'd been playing really well this year uh, as well. So you never want to beat a team because of injury, but certainly it's uh, you know welcome from the standpoint that you're hoping that the Senators can take advantage of it for their own well-being in the situation that they're in, and they're trying to crawl out of the basement. Well, what better way, right? Like right now, the separation is with games in hand, which we've continued to kind of lean on. Well, yeah. you, you can actually get some point separation if you come out with the two points and, and do it in regulation. Ottawa would then be four points up on Columbus, with still three games in hand. And I mean, even that just sounds terrible. It really does. It sends, <laughs> yeah. They dug themselves not a hole. They dug themselves a grave early this season. And it's impossible for them to get out of it unless they go on a Hamburglar-type run. But 7-2-2 two, and two in their last 11 games. And not only that, 5-1-1 one, and one with Shane Pinto in the lineup. And not only that, like if I'm Jacques Martin, I'm pulling up the video of the game in Columbus earlier this year where Ottawa scored twice right off the bat. They were feeling good, and then they just folded. Now, to be fair, they outshot Columbus heavily in that game. You could have maybe put it on the goalie. I don't want to, but you could. But this just needs to be a team effort, and it's their third opportunity now to win four in a row. They've failed the last two times, and they haven't just failed, Pilsy. They failed miserably. The first opportunity was that game against Detroit where they had one of their best periods of the season. That first period, Ridley Gregg, huge hit on Alex to And then they just kind of fell apart after that. I know the power play on Detroit. I went three for five there. Then the second opportunity was the game against the Islanders where it was one, one after the first period. And then the Islanders scored three goals in a span of three and a half minutes at the start of the second period in Ottawa. That was one of those classic games where Ottawa scores a couple goals to make it closer than it appears. So what to you is the biggest key to victory 
to beat the Columbus Blue Jackets and for the first time all season, win four games in a row. Well, this is a chance for the Ottawa Senators to flex their offensive firepower, right? Like we we talked about the three guys being injured for Columbus. Those are some of their top point getters. This Ottawa Senators team, sure, Jake Sanderson's not here, your top defenseman, but you still have so much firepower up front when you're looking at Brady Kachuk, um, Tim Stutzler, Claude Giroux, Drake Batherson, I could go on and on, Tarasenko, Pinto. Like they got, they got guys that can score here and – the one thing kind of lacking that would have been nice, a little extra icing on the cake, Ross, for that Leafs win, is if you had a cookie on the power play. The Ottawa Senators go 0 for 3 on the power play up against the Leafs. So they got a bar on the power play. Man, Shabbat was so close. And we didn't talk about it on the yesterday show, but Shabbat had a great game. And he was one of my Sen Central standouts on Saturday's postcast. Well, this is an opportunity for him to elevate his game, Ross, with Jake Sanderson being out and saying, hey, I was I was the top dog here for a long time, and I can still do it when I need to uh, do it in Shabbat's case. So hopefully he can continue that on tonight's game against Columbus. But yeah, the the power play, like you got to, I was about to say you got to dominate, but let's take small steps here. You got to start at least gaining momentum and you got to get one goal here. I'm looking at the Columbus Blue Jackets penalty killing units and a lot of a lot of youth on these penalty killing units. So there's got to be opportunities for them to get some momentum and for players that have been struggling to really make a push here and uh, close out this Columbus Blue Jackets team when they have the man advantage, especially. We're going to get to more keys to victory for the Ottawa Senators. We'll get to the lineup. What's going on with Jake Sanderson? Is Anton Forsberg about to be activated Zach McEwen was on waivers yesterday. We are recording late on Monday evening. So these are all things we'll find out throughout the day. For more on that, you can follow us on social media at Send Central on Twitter. Game preview coming up next. This is Locked On Senators, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Mary J's. Guys, Mary J's is a locally owned cannabis dispensary made by two, three best friends making a life-changing decision and with hard work and dedication. They have four stores in the Ottawa area. In Ottawa, you can find their stores in Riverside South, Orleans, Greeley, and Russell. Mary J's has the best and newest products in the market, and they're adding stuff to the menu every week to keep it fresh. Mary J's has whatever you need, whether you're a rookie and you're dipping your toe in, trying to see what you like uh, and trying new things, or you're a grizzled vet and you already know what you want and you want to be in and out of there in a flash. Mary J's has got you. Mary J's offers competitive pricing. In fact, they will price match any store in Ottawa. That means you're guaranteed to get the best price around at any of their four locations. But you can have the products, you can have the pricing, but without the customer service, it doesn't complete the trio and they've got it. They got the friendliest bud tenders who are always ready to help you out. In fact, one of the owners, Dashy, absolute beauty, diehard Sens fan. You can usually find him at one of the four locations. So go to the stores, say what up to our guy, Dashy, ask him about how much he loved Ridley Gregg's play and how much he loves all the newest, greatest products that Mary J's has to offer. So check out any of their four locations in Ottawa. It's Mary J's Dispensary. Today's episode is also brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Can you believe that Gronk missed that kick at the Super Bowl? Oh my goodness. All the action on FanDuel and he cannot come through 
for the people. But you can get everything on FanDuel. You can do money lines. You can do same game parlays, exclusive props, and a whole lot more. And right now, new customers are getting 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. So that's 150 bucks if your team wins. All you have to do is visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. Tonight, I'm looking at what I've I've cashed it on Saturday. So I'm going to ride with this until it doesn't hit at FanDuel. Send money line, Shane Pinto anytime goal score. We know the record nice. when Shane Pinto gets a point. Well, let's have some fun. I got plus 450 on it on Saturday. Ooh. Oh, we're eating. And then I put it on Kansas City. And now I'm having dessert with it all because of FanDuel. So head to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. It's game day for the Ottawa Senators taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets. And again, morning skate is TBD, but we're going to go off of yesterday's practice lines for the Ottawa Senators. And we did know that Jake Sanderson skated before practice on his own. So a step in the right direction for Sandy coming off a lower body injury. Man, they need that guy back in the lineup. What he brings is dynamicism. Not a word. No chance that's a word, eh, Pills? You've been lucky before. Every time I call you out on your words, somehow they manage to be real. Dynamism is the word I was looking for. Word of the day. The quality of being characterized by vigorous activity and progress. Dynamism. Dynamite. Not a whole lot of dynamism. In the Columbus Blue Jackets lineup, we'll save those guys for afterwards. Let's look at the Ottawa Senators and how they line up tonight, expected to be so. And I think the first thing we have to discuss, Pilsy, about this with the Ottawa Senators is will Anton Forsberg dress for tonight's game? We put an asterisk beside him. Look, if they send down Kevin Mandelazy and if Zach McEwen clears waivers, or if he doesn't, because then he'll be off the books either way, then the Ottawa Senators will have exactly zero dollars left to to activate. Like they will be at the cap to the penny, to the penny, which just also pills. He speaks to the fact that I know he had zero leverage, but his qualifying offer was even above it. Getting Shane Pinto to sign for league minimum is the difference between them having to make another roster move or being at less than a penny away from the salary cap. But the lines expected to be the exact same as they were in the 5-3 win over Toronto on Saturday. It's Josh Norris with Brady Kachuk and Drake Batherson. Can we still call that the kid line, by the way? I'm not sure if we can, but that trio's obviously played a bunch together. Then we've got the youngster with the vet, Tim Stutzla, with Claude Giroux on his right, and then add the speed element, Matthew Joseph, on his left. The third line, some people are calling it the top line. Some people... Shane Pinto in between Ridley Gregg and Vladimir Tarasenko. And then we've got Mark Kostelik with Dominic Kubelik and Parker Kelly. On the back end, Thomas Shabbat with Artem Zub, Jacob Chikrin with Jacob Bernard Docker, and Eric Brandstrom with Travis Hamanick. We would expect former Blue Jackets goalie Eunice Corpusalo to start in goal. Pilsy, your locked-on player to watch. My locked-on player to watch is going to be Ridley Gregg. I mean, look... 
when you're kind of the the star of uh, one of the most talked about things in hockey, there's a lot of emotions going on. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of probably nervous energy. There's a lot of tension. There's a lot of excitement to get going and try to move past that and uh, maybe put up another goal, another highlight. And I'm going to see how Ridley Gregg does here because you talked about it. This line of him, Pinto, and Tarasenko, they've been great. And they have a real opportunity. Like, you could put that third line up against any of Columbus's fourth line, and I would say there's really no excuse for them not to dominate. So especially if they end up seeing third-line matchups in Columbus, I think you're going to see a good performance from that trio. And I want to see how Ridley Gregg uh, reacts after that big moment. And, Ross, I- I'm not saying I want him to dial it down. Don't no. don't get it don't get it twisted. I want him to keep doing what he does, keep getting under the skin of veterans on the opponent's team. And I just love watching Ridley Gregg play hockey. And it's great to have him up with Pinto. And then you got the vet Tarasenko, a sniper that's really rounded out his game and has looked great in Ottawa. That line in general has just been so good ever since Shane Pinto's come back. So Ridley Gregg, number 71, my locked on player. And rightfully so. He just stirs the drink. He might not be the straw, but he's the ice. He's putting everything on the rocks. He's making it uncomfortable out there. And I loved, and we're going to get into Jacques Martin's lineup utilization, but I love the fact that that line was out there with the goalie pulled. And not only like, this is what's overshadowed with everything else that happened in that play, but it all started because Ridley Gregg blocked a shot from William Nylander that could have been a dangerous opportunity. But instead, Ridley gets the block Great feed from Shane Pinto to avoid having it be blocked by the defend last man back, uh, William Nylander. And it ultimately ends up in the exclamation mark on, on the game. So I love that pick of Ridley Gregg from you. I'm going to go with Tim Stutzla. It was not his best game against the Toronto Maple Leafs, but we know how good of a player he is. And I hope that he's sparked to go up against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Like, I think that this is the type of game, and he's had a few highlight reel goals actually against Columbus in his career. Remember the one where he cut through everyone and went backhanded? I remember the Columbus broadcast just gushing over the type of player that Tim Stutzla is. This to me is the type of game where there's no stars on Columbus. With all due respect to Zach Wierenski, I think he's a phenomenal player. I'll, I'll maybe inch that to a different degree. They don't have any stars up front. And I know Johnny Goudreau makes a ton of money. To me, he's like, anyways, maybe he's a star, <laughs> but what's his stats this year, Pills? He said he's like a dash 20, eating at like a 90, one, or a 0.9 points per game. Yeah, it's not great. Dash 20, seven goals, 27 assists, one power play goal for Johnny Goudreau set, all year. He has seven goals in 51 games. Seven goals in 51 games, yes. Rookie Ridley Gregg just scored his eighth goal in 35 games uh, for the record there. Dominic Um, Kubelik has more goals. Come on. (laughs) Okay, Tim Stutzla, thank you for proving my point. Tim Stutzla is my locked-on player to watch. I want to see him engage. I want to see him do more than just draw a penalty and get everybody upset. I want to see him either score or do something that's like, okay, we got our star in the lineup, our superstar. So I've got Tim Stutzla as my locked-on player. I love it. Yeah. And just like I was saying about uh, Ridley Gregg in that third line, there's no reason why a line of Joseph Stutzler and Claude Giroux can't dominate here. So this is a good time for Tim Stutzler to bounce back after that uh, less than ideal performance last game. It, it would be. Uh, in his career against Columbus, four goals, five points in seven games for Tim Stutzler. On the other side, we'll let you know why it was interesting 
how Jacques Martin used Tim Stutzla in the game against the Toronto Maple Leafs on Saturday. And we'll look at the Columbus Blue Jackets lines and get you a lookout player to watch. That's all coming up next. You're listening to Locked On Senators, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Sleeper. Guys, if you want to win 100 times your money, give playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on the Sleeper app a try. As the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network, Sleeper is our top choice for any Daily Fantasy sports, especially when it comes to Daily Fantasy Hockey. With Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. What I love about the Sleeper app is they got the group chat. You want to let all your buddies know, hey, I got the ideal lineup this week. I know who's going to be hot. I'm feeling it. You can let them know on the group chat. And time is money. Sometimes you're running a little late. You're trying to pick up dinner and you're on the go and you're coming back just in time for the game. Well, no worries. With Sleeper, entries can be made in less than a minute. With studs like Brady Kachuk, Claude Giroux, Drake Batherson, Ridley Gregg, all you got to do is pick more or less on stats for these stars. And you can choose stats like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. You heard me, Sens fans. A hundred times payouts on Sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks right so you could win big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Only available for our friends in the U.S. for now. All right, Pilsy. It's game day, 7 o'clock at the Canadian Tire Center. The Ottawa Senators taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets in a game featuring bottom dwellers in the Eastern Conference. And as we mentioned, we're recording this in the evening on Monday. Only four games, excuse me, and three Canadian teams in, or three Eastern teams in action. New Jersey is hosting Seattle. The Rangers are hosting Calgary. And Philly's hosting the Arizona Coyotes. The other game, Minnesota in Vegas. That's a long-winded say, way of saying that the eyes have to be on who's ahead of you. You can't be focusing on the Toronto's and the Detroit. I am, though, Pilsy, going to crunch the numbers right now because I think 94 points gets you into the playoffs. So we're going to do kind of like a walk of death. We're going to walk the plank, but we're going to see how long it takes the Senators to walk the plank. Because, look, this is an impressive stretch, I have to say. And it's not it only is. the fact that they're winning, it's the way that they're winning. It just feels sustainable, if that makes sense. And one reason is because of the way Jacques Martin has been pulling the strings and giving players the opportunity based on the way they've been playing in said game yesterday we discussed Shane Pinto seven points in seven games but also the fact that he led all senators in ice time against the Toronto Maple Leafs not only did he lead all senators with ice time but like we we know that Jacques Martin is not a Dominic Kubelik guy eight minutes nine seconds didn't have a shift after he was on the ice for the the lone goal that Toronto scored in the third period He's basically out of the mix. So they're already playing a man down. Look, Parker Kelly's been elevated a little bit at times. He played 11-33 right now. But to me, it's very interesting to see. The Senators are basically using three lines plus a floater. Because Casty's not playing at all. John Martin, not a fan of Mark Cast, like I don't think. And then with, with Kubelik. So how have you thought of the lineup and how it's being used versus before with DJ Smith? 
Well, it just seems, Ross, that there's no kind of fear to allow who's ever hot to stay hot and keep cooking. Like, there's no kind of, well, this is how our lineup shakes up. We don't want to mess the ice time, or I don't want to hold uh, star players accountable by sitting them on the bench a little longer than usual. There's none of that. It's like, okay, who's got it? You got it? Keep it rolling. And this is a situation I think you want to be in if you're the Ottawa Senators, where it's not definitively clear who your number one line is. Like, sure, you can kind of ballpark it and be like, well, these guys are here. These guys are here. This is probably how it all shakes out. But that's not necessarily how the ice time is going to go because there's so many different ways for this Ottawa Senators team to be successful now that Shane Pinto's back in the lineup and they've got everything slotted nicely, at least as far as the forwards go, that there's no reason why if that third line is having a great game, why Shane Pinto can't be the top guy. And Shane Pinto, he's making the most of these opportunities. You mentioned it, seven points in seven games. Like, that's what you want to see. He's being put with talented players, Tarasenko, Ridley Gregg on it, flanking on his wings. So I love the way Jacques Martin has uh, kind of adapted and uh, is allowing the guys that are earning that ice time to receive that ice time. Half of Catholic shifts in the third period last game was the final five seconds after the Ruhaha. Yeah, and he Brady Kachuk was yelling at him from the bench. Don't do what I think you're about to do. Don't fight him. Don't don't let them have that. And then Kubalik had three shifts, and obviously one of them was at the very end as well. So I think yeah. that's pretty clear. But to me, it's it's awesome to see players getting rewarded. It's something that hasn't always been the case. There's no chance that and look, to in all fairness to DJ, he didn't have Shane Pinto at the start of this year. That sucks. I wonder how things would have been different with if Shane Pinto was about to play in his 50th game of the season or 49th. Ottawa's only played 48 games. Unbelievable. Other teams are 53, 54. Um, so that's not on DJ, not having Shane Pinto, but having that extra layer of depth is allowing Jacques Martin to make decisions. He never would have had the third line out there late in a game like that. So I think that that's great. Now the decor is now what I'm looking at because look, and Jacques, he knows that Travis Hamannick is not it. Like we've seen that late in the game, or um, sorry, late in the run before the injury, the unfortunate injury to Jake Sanderson. He was a healthy scratch at times, but he only played four minutes in the third period, five shifts. Like he he's aware he has to be protective about Travis Hamannick. He was not moving the puck well. And to be fair is that he hadn't played in quite a while, but like makes me nervous, man. It just feels like, it feels like that's, there, there can't be a weak link on that back end. And right now they're in a situation where like JBD's had his ups and downs as he's kind of learning the, yep. the NHL, you know, as an everyday player and, and playing, I, he's got to be at a career high in games played. I'd imagine over last it's year, be. it's, it's to me like not concerning, but it's going to be interesting to see what uh, he's over. He's doubled it. He's at 40 games. He played yeah. 19 last year and, and look plus six, 11 points in 40 games. That probably is more offense than you would have expected about him. But he, my eyes are going to be on him. Bonus locked on player, Jacob Bernard Docker playing in a top four role because mm -hmm. now he doesn't even have, it's not the fact that look, Chikrin's playing the right side and Zub's in front of you. It's like you're, you're, you're a top four defenseman right now, JBD. And we knew that you'd always be kind of a complimentary piece if you were in a top four. I need to see him and Chikrin. I'm going to be watching really closely tonight because this is a game they should dominate. Heck, the last time Columbus played in Ottawa was Chikrin's first home game. And that was that was during 
their five game win streak, their last okay. win streak, more than three games. Right. Okay. We're on to something here a little bit, <laughs> but uh, it's going to be continuing. Uh, it's always going to be kind of a continuous evaluation of how Jacques Martin is utilizing everyone. I thought that yesterday on the show, Kyle Bukoskis made some interesting points about that as well. Yeah. And uh, look, this is if you're going to have success, especially Ross, with the way that the schedule is about to be condensed, not so much in February, but moving on to March, the games come fast and furious. You almost need to have that adaptability on a night to night basis. You can't just be riding one line or certain players every single night. You're going to wear them out. So I think this is overall a, a positive for the Senators sustainability moving forward. So let us know in the comments what you like and maybe what you don't like about Jacques Martin. Look, we could be talking about the Sens power play right now. Maybe we'll put a key to victory after our chat about the Columbus Blue Jackets, but I thought that they had signs of improvement. It's still weird for me to see Brady Kachuk anywhere but in front of the net. Yeah. Now, counterpoint to that, at Billsy, is like, it wasn't on a power play, but Shane Pinto tipped in a goal last night. Our guy sends prospects told us way back when Watch Shane Pinto net front. This guy tips pucks with the best of them. And then the first game that World Juniors tip in goal, like first goal of the tournament was a tip in goal from Shane Pinto. So like that's the guy who's been replacing him in front of the net. And we know Brady's underrated playmaker, but I do still think you got to utilize the big body of Brady Kachuk in front of the net. So that's something that will be continuing to evaluate uh, the power play over three, though, like that you need to get some consistency. They had the two goals against Boston that pushed that game to overtime. But still, I'm going to be watching that very closely. We're also going to be watching the Columbus Blue Jackets. Feel the excitement. This is how we expect them to line up. It's Boone Jenner. Sorry. All-star Boone Jenner at center on the first line. You've got Johnny Goudreau, Johnny Big Bucks at left wing with Jack Roslevic at right wing. On the second line, Dmitry Voronkov with Kent Johnson and uh, Kirill Marchenko. Cole Sillinger centering the third line with Alexandre Texier and Emil Benstrom, and you have Sean Effen Corrali centering Justin Danforth and Mathieu Olivier. On defense, it's Zach Wierenski and Adam Bockvist. It's Ivan Provorov with Damon Severson, and it's Jake Bean with Sens Abroad legend Eric Goodbranson. In goal, we expect it to be Elvis Merzlikens in the building with Dmitry Tarasov as his backup. First, the Effen Corrali, like, that's such a throwback to the 2017 playoff series. What was that? Didn't he score the double overtime winner in game five? Yeah, with Boston. Yep. And then I think the, I think it was Cam Neely that had that direct quote. Up was, it, like, was it Cam Neely or Don Sweeney? One of the two. But when yeah. they showed the Bruins box, they couldn't believe that that's who ended the game. We can laugh about it now because of what happened in game six. Shout out Clark MacArthur. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, as you can see here, the the forwards for the Columbus Blue Jackets they're in a t they're in a tough spot here. Like they're, Ross, they're NHLers, they are. They certainly are. I'm not even sure who who to have as a lookout player. You know what? I'll I'll go with Kent Johnson just for the fact that I'll never forget covering his uh, draft profile and just gushing over the skill that he had when uh, before he came to the NHL, it, the game was easy for him, but he, he's working through uh, a young hockey players uh, kind of woes here, 35 games, six goals, nine assists, but he is a plus two on a very, very bad Columbus blue jackets team. So he's obviously not kind of um, submerged at least in that stat. So I'm going to be looking out for Kent Johnson and he's one of those guys that, 
if you give him the time and space, he can pull off a move that can make you look silly. So try to make sure that you've got in tight on him and uh, good gap control when he's coming down the wing. Yeah, he's your lookout player, Kent Johnson. Yep. All right. I'm I, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm so close to going with Boone Jenner because I have heard through Elliot Friedman that a lot of teams are calling about Boone Jenner. And you wonder if the Ottawa Senators are one of them when it comes to needing a veteran. But then you look at it now with the depth down the middle that no. they seem to have. You're like, nah, nah, we don't need him because he's got three years left at three point yeah. seven five million. So I don't think that it's a fit at all. But he would be kind of that that quote unquote good pro uh 30 years old um former second round pick and again like i said all-star but he does have 15 goals in 36 games only five helpers he's on on pace for the cy young award uh as we say but i'll go with cole sillinger he'll always be someone who comes into the mind of sense fans because of that 2021 draft where ottawa selects tyler boucher 10th overall and we were very high on cole sillinger at that time tonight is going to be his 190th career nhl game like one He's had 190 career games. Jeez. And if you're Cole Sillinger, uh, having your ex-girlfriend perform at the All-Star game, being your biggest headline maker, you, you want to turn that around. So, And a yeah. song that she wrote about him. Yeah. Not great. That's tough. Uh, yeah. 190 games. Uh, the next most in that draft was Arizona's J.J. Moser at 173. First overall pick, Owen Power is third at 138. So he's... By far, first place among 2021 draft picks, but first place among draft picks where, or in terms of games played mm. and uh, fifth in points. He's got 61 points. A lot of those came during a very, very strong rookie season where he had 31 points in 79 games as an 18-year-old. Well, yep. guess what, Pilsy? In 110 games since, he has 30 points, less than he had in his rookie season. Yeah, and you could you could probably even do the splits a little earlier. I think the first half of his rookie season, he came out flying, and Columbus Blue Jackets uh, fans were dunking on Sens fans about the the missed opportunity there. And then they've been humbled since then because it slowed down. Now, now again, young player, he on a team where he doesn't yeah. have a lot of help, but he's twenty. It's I, it's slowed down big time for him. It certainly has. So I'll be looking out. For Cole Sillinger, he'll be wearing number four for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Pills, he hit me with a key to victory in tonight's game for the Ottawa Senators. Well, we already mentioned the power play, so I'll, I'll uh, stay away from that. But the depth down the middle, when you're looking at centerman versus centerman, I, I believe that's where this game can be dominated by the Ottawa Senators. Like, really, Boone Jenner is, is the only center that should give you a hard time in the face-off dot. Everyone else, the the Ottawa Senators, centermen, should be able to win. And then you win those face-offs, you get possession, you get that young team playing on their heels, and you can have a lot of success from that. So I want the centermen of the Ottawa Senators to just put on a clinic tonight. Let's see it. We'll be here in the postcast following tonight's game it's the second of a three-game homestand that will wrap up on thursday against the anaheim ducks of course tickets still available for the glebe central pub shuttle for that game then the senators will be in chicago on saturday before a back-to-back on the road february 19th family day monday in tampa and then the tuesday in florida see what i got to there those final two games of the next five, very tough. So you have to take advantage of these next three games, yep. Columbus, Anaheim, and Chicago. No excuses. We'll be here to break it down, win, lose, or 
no draws in the NHL. Win, loser, overtime, loss. Uh, Pillsy will be back in the Blue Mountains when we chat next on Wednesday. Or no, you're going to be back in time for the postcast tonight. I'll be there for the postcast. We're doing a little time travel in here, uh, traveling through space and time. And, and the sky as you're and heading the, back. And the sky, no. yes. Uh, any final thoughts on today's show? I'm excited for this game. Uh, now, you, we talked about it last time they played. The Sens got up to 2 nothing lead, and you're thinking, okay, here we go. We're rolling. Don't let it slip away. I believe the Sens can get out to a nice lead again today, but then you can't. You can't sit back and rest. You got to keep the pedal to the metal here. So uh, I want this to be a dominant win. And if you take away though the goals that were scored by players who aren't playing tonight, we'd still be playing and be two two because Lyonet had a goal and Fantilli had a goal as well. Yeah, and those are two key players for the Blue Jackets. So this is, I I hate to do this because I feel like every time I do this, it smacks me in the face. But this is really put on a platter for the Ottawa Senators to feast. And it's a Pillsy Martian postcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Please wager accordingly. Uh, that's all for today's show. Make sure you like and subscribe. Follow the show on social media at Send Central on Twitter, LockedOn.Senators on Instagram. We'll be sure to tweet out when we find out about Morgan Riley's suspension. It's going to be at least one game because the Leafs are playing Tuesday night and he's going to be at league office in New York. So we'll get that to you on Twitter. Markman thought will join us tomorrow. It might be a bit of a later show, but again, we'll have the postcast as an amuse bouche until then for today. We say goodbye. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day for Brandon pillar. I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the locked on senators podcast, your team every day. <laughs>